Uh, continuing on from symbols, we're going to be talking about conflicts. So we're going to cover the primary, co- the three primary conflicts, which we both agreed we've seen. It was the man versus man conflicts, the man versus nature conflicts, and the man versus technology conflicts. And technically, the man versus man conflicts can be considered man versus nature as well. But we're going to go more in depth on that after. So, Sandra, would you like to start off? Uh, sure. We'll start off with the uh, man versus man uh, conflict uh, being the survivors, uh, the people in the real world, versus the vandals. Now, uh, the vandals are very animal-like. They're very feral. And uh, in the story, they're described to have... Uh, well, the quote here is, I remember their thin legs and arms, their dirty faces, their bloodshot eyes full of hate and terror. But mostly, I remember their wrinkled faces and white hair. So, this is giving them human aspects, but showing how feral they've become. How how, how animal-like they've become. I would say they were monster-like, wouldn't you? Yeah, they are very monster. Like, I I want to uh want to elaborate on the bloodshot eyes full of hate and terror. This means that there's no good in them anymore. There's no human attributes to them anymore. I think this really cements how animal-like they are. And it's also I think it also cements how how much of a lack of humanity they have, or how they have none of it. As before, we covered how they're a symbol of like chaos or an, of inherent evil. And I think this this furthers it, doesn't it? Because we're talking because the bloodshed eyes and like the white hair shows how they kind of aged faster or kind of how they had a lack of sunlight. Because to some point, the bloodshed eyes full of hate and terror. I think the terror part is the most interesting there, wouldn't you? Because it it tries to say it's saying they're afraid of something but we don't know is it are they afraid of everlasting itself because we don't know what everlasting how it actually functions to some to some extent right right so what would what do you think they would be more afraid of or what are they afraid of i think they're more afraid as in the sense of a wounded animal like when a when an animal is wounded no matter what comes around it or comes near it it will be terrified of it and terrified in the sense of it will attack it but in the sense of sorry so they're cornered yeah they feel cornered uh and the other thing is because if these people have been decrepit to a very feral like existence then then the drones and stuff flying around would uh from everlasting would terrify them as well uh, let's cover the man versus technology conflict now. So, as you mentioned, the drones were the drones were from Everlasting. I think that directly links to the survivors versus versus the company itself. And you could say you can you can use this as proof as as the protagonist himself. The protagonist himself seems to spite them, as he said. Out seems to be spiteful. He says at first that they use different methods. First, they used email. Then they used and then they used pictures, and then they kind of became more manipulative in na- more man- manipulative in nature. Wouldn't you say? Right. They they actually mention the drones in uh, the story with the quote, uh, 
They sometimes sent metallic gray drones over our towns, scattering leaflets filled with messages portrayed to be from our loved ones. We burnt the leaflets and shot the drones, and eventually they stopped coming. Showing showing the conflict between the two. Yeah, this, they're, like, this, they're at war, essentially. They have yeah. no... There's no truce or peace there. They they sort of start to accept that technology was a part of their lives, but they didn't accept everlasting technology. As the survivors do have some form of computer and stuff, as you can tell by the emails Lucy gets from Laura and how right. Laura gets emails from the mother and the father, you know what I mean? Like, those communications do come by email and stuff. And it's very subtle. Like, it's right. not... It's not like it's not like they're always there, but it still it still exists. And I think the subtlety in though in the technology itself and the conflict presents a form of psychological warfare as well. As at first they're very avert with the drones, like you said, like liars and saying like you should come and you should come to the singularity. It wasn't like it was it was very obvious. You were able to tell right away. But as time passed, you went to different methods and. At this point, right? What were the other methods? It was like hiding. So, um, they mention, uh, so they kind of just use that as their like most method. But they said, uh, they tried to use wireless links to the towns. Uh, the electronic lifeline that sustained those who stayed behind. Uh. Ah, here it is. Um, emails from their loved ones. Uh, they they mostly talk about uh when they were looking at for uh the dead's propaganda in Lucy's room. They said that uh Carol looked through her closet for pamphlets, books, and other physical tokens of contact with the dead. I logged on to Lucy's computer. Then later. Uh, it says, the computer boots up slowly. It's a miracle. I've managed to keep it running for so long. Uh, he said he replaced every computer part multiple times. I scanned for files recently created or modified by Lucy. Emails received, web pages retrieved... And and that's it. Like so, their fight isn't very physical, but more of a mental withstanding of everlasting's propaganda. And I think I think that I think that covers. I think that slowly goes into more of a. I think it slowly goes more into a standstill later on because you don't because yeah. they never anything else to that. They're at a standstill. It's essentially the Cold War there. Right. Because everlasting is one side, the survivors is the other, and they're, they're trying to figure out what the other one wants to do, so they look through encrypted files or messages on another person's computer, emails, even physical tokens, but there's no physical tokens anymore. And the fact that he replaced every computer part multiple times shows how far he went to escape their surveillance. And right. it's how paranoid he is and how most survivors... Pro and how he reflects probably most survivors' attitude if they don't want to enter, uh, enter the singularity. Because the other survivors do have families as well, most likely, and they don't want the same thing for the kids, so they probably do the same checks. 
and probably commit do the same replacements that the protagonist did himself. Right. Now, uh, the third conflict in this story is man versus nature as uh there there's not as many humans to uh maintain buildings and uh the concrete and everything the forest slowly started to uh take back the town uh as the quote here um i don't like leaving low end these days the world outside the fence grows ever more harsh and dangerous. Bears have come back to eastern Massachusetts. Every year, the forest grows denser, closer to the town line. Some claim to have seen wolves roaming the woods, too. So this is saying how the forest is coming back because they don't need as many people in the world anymore. They, or they don't have as many people in the world anymore, so they don't need as many buildings. And... They have no one to maintain the still-standing buildings, uh, so the forest is coming back. But the, it's also showing more prim. It's also showing more primitive state. As, as we mentioned, they do have technology, but it says the technology grew up very slowly for Lucy's computer, and it shows how primitive because primitive it is because everlasting sends drones and other. We never know the survivors don't have drones. They don't have such advanced technology. They have the older technology. And it's slowly trickling down into less and less. And it's slowly becoming that technology is almost obsolete there because it barely can function normally at that point. It later mentions they don't have, they need an electrical generator. Furthermore, if they want electricity, more electricity or more power to their building. And that shows how trickled down it is at that point as well. It's the fact that survivors have almost no technology, and it's becoming more primitive in it. The world becoming more primitive as the forest is taking over. Animals are more wild animals are coming out, and more people are being locked inside as they're afraid and they don't have any weapons. Right, and 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 also bears and wolves are are dangerous creatures because bear like bears are are known to be widely dangerous. I think it depends. No, it depends on the type of bear, though. Bears are widely dangerous, but it depends on what type of bear. If you're talking about, because some bears are more docile than others, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, the wolves are mainly seen as predators. They're seen as the overlapping right. pre predators. Like they will hunt in packs. They will they will roam and they will. They're very cunning. They they're very intelligent. They're very organized for animals. I mean, right. not so it's. It shows how the, it shows how much further it shows how much further um, everything has become in society. It's not like it's not like their world's safe anymore for them. Right. So let's talk about let's let's go let's let's talk about more. I want to talk a little bit more about the forest. I mean, when like the forest interests me more than. The world itself, because the world itself is largely popular, you can understand that, right? Right. But I think the forest is the most interesting aspect because they could have used anything else, right? To like say the nature is taking over. They could have used there could have been more water. There could have been more uh, potholes of water filling up. There could have been more rainstorms, right? But they but they say specifically the forest, and right. the forest refers to more of a jungle habitat where the strong live and die 
So it kind right. of shows the contrast between the survivors and the vandals as well. Because, because this, the vandals are, in this case, the stronger ones than the survivors. The survivors rely on whatever thing, whatever pieces of remnants of technology or civilization they still have. The vandals don't. The vandals, the vandals have no sense of humanity to it anymore. They will kill. They will, they will kill with their bare hands. They will do anything to survive. And that kind yeah. of shows how the forest represents that conflict as well. And that shows how the two are interlinked in the story. Right. And it, and it even plays on the, on the idea of, is the world better without humanity? Because we are. We'll take another quick break. Break. <laughs>